Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Witch's Tea, where we'll be talking about the Fae and fairies and part two of our fairies, I don't know, <laughs> series. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about house spirits today. So I'm Malarin of Moonlight Divination on all platforms. And I'm Violet of Violet the Green Witch and Fox and Bear Healing on all platforms. If you just joined us on The Witch's Tea, we will discuss topics centered around witchcraft, magical practices, and everything beyond the veil. We bring magic and chaos into your life. Yay! <laughs> all right. So we're really excited to talk about fairies again. Um, fairies are the most wonderful of beings and we like to mm-hmm. break some of that stereotyping that definitely has a i guess come by a lot of the folklore that mm-hmm. people are so afraid of them or i think that they're dangerous or working with them is dangerous i mean they are they're not to be messed with for sure yeah <laughs> well but then i don't see them yeah i don't think they're dangerous i think um obviously i mean we don't want to cross any beings or even humans in that way right. but yeah we want to just be respectful like mm-hmm. the idea of working with a fairy or or you know having a relationship with them i think is just that we need to be respectful of them and be respectful of their environment and definitely there have been incidences of people having negative uh repercussions um due to their negligence with nature um so the fairies don't like that very much and they yeah. will come at you for it and it's not like they're not gonna like try to kill you or do anything like that but it's more like you know maybe your lawnmower stopped working or maybe you know like you know you're trying to build something in your home and like you can't get a contractor or you can't get uh the work done that you need on your yard or whatever because they're preventing it from happening because they're just you know hey it's their their home too (laughs) and you're like not respecting it so I think that's where a lot of people get confused that like fairies will be harmful just for harmful sake because they're tricky and all these things Mm -hmm. i think it's just more that there's a misunderstanding that they've had to protect themselves for so long Mm -hmm. because of industrialization and just humanity expanding on their territories you know like they've lived in nature um all of their existence and then we are in crouching on their habitats much like we do to animals right exactly yeah for sure i think maybe let's have a maybe a couple of ways that we're talking about respect so maybe yeah. some people don't know what that means maybe we can talk about a few ways um especially we talked about a little bit before with the general idea of fairies and respecting them in terms of the environment um like picking up trash and uh you know, take, it's like to take what you what you brought it in to the beach, take it out with you, um, leaving offerings, that sort of thing. But right. what about house spirits? What would you say? Well, house spirits, I mean, depends, I guess, on how you wear and how you live. You know, I live in an apartment, but those mm-hmm. who live in a house, for example, to, you know, people tend to like rip out trees and bushes and, mm-hmm. and plants and and then put in a lawn and that sort of thing. Uh, really be mindful with those choices that you're making because there are areas where the fairies do live mm-hmm. um and i and definitely you know you can probably feel it out where there's like a little bramble or there's mm-hmm. like a little like a real like explosion of plants a lot of times mm-hmm. where you'll have fairies living so you might want to leave that part 
you can even set apart a side, um, like if you do ha- are lucky enough to have a yard or an outdoor space, mm-hmm. you can also dedicate a space to them, right? Like have like a little area that is untouched, that's just for them. And you can like literally tell them, this is your space. I'm not touching it. It's for you. And, um, you know, I'll respect your space. You respect my space and mm-hmm. and it's all good. But I, as far as like living inside, um, you know, the the fairies and elves and all the beings that live with us daily it's more about i think just building that relationship with them and acknowledging that they're here um and like for me i have like a little altar that i like Mm -hmm. to put out a little like Mm -hmm. a little bit of brandy for them you Mm -hmm. know or sometimes all i'll do is i'll Mm -hmm. put a little bit of like lavender syrup with a little seltzer or something you know something Mm -hmm. or a little oat milk you know or something and i'll bring in some like some nice flowers for them sometimes that I've picked. Um, they like the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they like the liquor. They like the liquor. <laughs> like, they like the, yeah, you see them wandering around. That's when you, that's why we could see them when they're a little bit intoxicated. And they're like, oh my God, the cloak. Oh my gosh. You know, I'd imagine that like we walk these fairies walk around Brooklyn, streets of Brooklyn. That would be funny. That would be really sit funny. On the news. All tipsy. <laughs> Um, um it's interesting you mentioned i don't know like no good but i mentioned but we're talking about um because i just writing notes here we have um i remember we talked about some stories i feel like yeah. i have two particular stories talking about like um the childhood house that i grew up in it's in the like flappish region of, of brooklyn you know it's more um it's like a colonial house and has like when i was growing there it had a lot of trees but then i came back and to see my grandparents and we were taking care of them um towards their end of life and the biggest tree in the front, this beautiful oak tree, was t- was t- ripped out, and it broke my heart because I love that tree. I used to roller skate around it. I was, I, I used to think that I was Tootie from the Facts of Life. Oh my god! <laughs> and I used to literally, I used to wear roller skates, not in the house necessarily, but we had a foyer, and I used to like go back and forth in these old school. Um, it wasn't roller, like old school roller skates. And I used to go around it, circle around it back. And I was like, I used to love that tree. And also it stopped me when I was going to fall too. Um, so that tree was gone. It just felt, I could definitely feel the difference in the house. And I felt like it was our protector. And I feel like the beings who were in that tree were gone. And it, it made me really sad. I mean, it still makes me sad. I go to the house and I'm just like, it's it's like crazy, but I feel a sense of sadness around it. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's folk folklore around that mm-hmm. too that they talk about, you know, because the dryads live within the trees, right? Mm-hmm. They, you know, so the old legends are that when humanity started to really kind of take over more, um, the Fae had to find places to go to, right? To disappear into. So the dryads were one of the nature spirits too. Mm-hmm. And they, so they disappeared into the trees. Mm-hmm. So th- they're literally living inside the trees. Mm-hmm. They're a separate entity from the tree and mm-hmm. its tree spirit. But supposedly there are there's folklore around it that if you kill a tree, you kill the dryad within mm-hmm. the tree. It's just it's heartbreaking. And I yeah. couldn't I remember coming back and it was just like after college or something. And then I just had this immense amount of sadness and grief. And I was like, what am I like grieving? And it took me a while to put it together that it was, and it was not just that tree on the block. It was there were other trees as well that were cut down for different reasons. I mean, there's an older, yeah, yeah it's an older, you know, the houses are, are older and the sewer systems, which I don't know how why they thought it was wise, but they they created these sewer systems with L pipes. So 
pretty much things would get stuck and it's in an L shape. So right. you literally have to like man sometimes manually go in there and like oh I don't God. know. I mean I don't do it, but the companies do. And that a lot of the houses in that area, the trees were the roots were growing into those places as well. So it made it even worse. So a lot of houses just, just cut the tree down. So but then they're like it's like they lost the character of the it was a whole thing. <laughs> so yeah, that's like my story, my connection to the triads and to trees and but also that it you know it's interesting because we talked about that in t- introducing the spirit groups and we having a discussion about this before too like how to separate them and sometimes they merge right so even though we're talking about dryads um i feel like it, they were protecting the home they mm-hmm. were um a part of the home in a sense like right. i felt like they were part of my childhood Right. And I, I would definitely like speak to them. And I didn't, I felt like they, they would come into the home a lot. I live on like the top floor and I used to, um, yeah, just really connect. Oh, we had a lot of birds, even now for me, like an offering. I, (laughs) I, I give offerings to the birds and there's a a big tree across. There's one of the last few trees on the block across the street and the birds know they can always rely on me for, 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 for either some kind of bread or nuts. I literally, I remember I was ordering from Amazon and I ordered food for my guinea pig. And um, there was, my sister saw the package and it was big. She was like, what, what else is in there? I was like, bird feed. She was like, you don't have birds. I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I have literally like a hundred birds. Like they're all my babies. And yeah, if I don't feed them, literally I'm hearing the chirping, the, f- the furious chirping. Yeah. Like, where were you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's my food? I felt the same experience. I'm like, and I have the squirrels too. The squirrels will literally no. knock the little house down oh. that I put the, the, the what do you call it? Uh, nuts in. So they like get so angry, I guess, or so upset that, that there's no nuts. They throw the house. That, that's they are so aggressive. And it's aggressively cute because they're so yeah. cute. Like my granny pig does that too. He if he doesn't like what I'm doing, he kind of like does his head and he throws things. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, don't get distracted. But um, yeah, it's just interesting that they can they merge, you know. So something that's external and definitely come into the house and affect it that way too. Yeah. No. Definitely. And I think. Mm-hmm. And I think like what we were talking about before we even mm-hmm. got on is that you know like there's so much mm-hmm. information out there about Faye and like no one can actually. Mm-hmm really say for certain you know what type of fairies belong in each mm-hmm. group you know what's a nature spirit versus what's a house spirit what's a land spirit what's an elemental yeah it kind of gets kind of muddled up mm-hmm. so don't feel bad if you mm-hmm. can't figure that out because no one really would actually not even really? researchers like yeah. it's not because there's just so much information from different cultures mm-hmm. since it exists in so many different cultures. Exactly. They kind of just fall into different categories and then pop over into different categories mm-hmm. depending on who's talking about them, really. So, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And they blend in. Like, you know, the example just kind of shows that, yeah, stuff, even stuff inside the house can also affect what's happening outside. Um, and they they merge, you know, different and different elements merge. You know, we're talking about we talk about this in another episode, but the dragons, that dragons, they're not just fire dragons, they're yeah. are water dragons and they're dra- dragons that don't exist in a being of light, you know? Right. So they're, it's just, it's varied. So definitely don't feel like you have to know it all or to put them into categories. I think that's a, it's a human way. I mean, we Absolutely. all do this and that's just, a, I mean, it's a way to, to understand things. Right. right? We, we love to label things. Yeah. Basically. We label and we categorize yeah. and that is our human nature, but it's so that's how we, we've, we break things down that way to understand it. Um, but it's important to go the reverse and to be as expansive as possible with it as well, which I think sometimes people forget. Absolutely. They go more in the detail than they, 
forget. Um, it's true. But do you have any stories? With I Anna? have. Yeah. Uh, I have quite a few stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my favorite stories is when uh, what was it? I think it was it was during like lockdown during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that the pandemic's technically over, people, but mm-hmm. you know, um, during our mm-hmm. lockdowns, I was working and I was work late a lot, and I was at my desk, and my desk to the right of it is my bedroom. And I was sitting at my desk and I kind of turned my head because I could swear I was seeing motion Mm -hmm. in my bedroom. And I kind of turned a little bit and I see an elf literally (laughs) sneaking, like tiptoeing across the room. And I'm just like, I actually said out loud, I see you. (laughs) <laughs> and then they just kind of kind of like ran no. <laughs> and i know you're probably in here guy so oh. like i'm sorry i freaked you out how, how big was it um i would say like a like a four-year-old oh my god like a three or four-year-old that's like about this big that's huge so what like that's like three and a half feet or something it kind of is what maybe what i saw in upstate because yeah. it was around that height okay so it's, yeah. it's okay so I, that wasn't yeah. On alpha. I mean, what was he wearing? What what were they wearing? I should say. Um, genderize it. They were wearing like they were wearing kind of like earthy looking fab like mm-hmm. fabrics or colors, I would say. And then like not a pointy hat, but more like a mm-hmm. like a floppy hat that sort mm-hmm. of like was almost like something you would see like in in old time things mm-hmm. like where people would wear like the men would wear like those hats to go to sleep that it's almost like a santa hat that's like flopping over i love those <laughs> so something like that. it was sort of like that mm-hmm. and it was sort of like a like a forest green color very dark mm-hmm. um everything that they were wearing was sort of very earthy color like browns and and mustardy and mm-hmm. like olive mm-hmm. you know forest greens and stuff yeah um and they were like a little bit like tannish colored their mm-hmm. skin color um and they were about yeah let me say like three and a half feet you know between mm-hmm. three and a half feet and four feet tall um and they were just silly too like in their most because like <laughs> it was like exaggerate it was like you mm-hmm. know when children mm-hmm. exaggerate that they're trying to be quiet mm-hmm. and like i'm like i'm gonna be real quiet and i'm gonna tiptoe across the <laughs> like, road like a, like a bug's funny yeah exactly <laughs> so it was kind of that situation mm-hmm. so it was so funny and it made me really happy to to see them mm-hmm. and it actually inspired me to do a sculpture oh that little sculpture sitting oh, over there it's beautiful the, yeah. it's just a head right now maybe maybe we'll put it on our website to the yeah. photo of it so you can walk and see it um i wanted to ask so it's interesting talk about like the way he, the way they were dressed and i wonder i mean like they're they've been a part of our world like we're a part of their world i should say and i wonder if like we will we see ones that are like more modern dressed or like even like when they go into their other portals or spaces is that maybe why they're still wearing kind of like old-fashioned clothes you think like maybe time for time for them is not it's not linear yeah and they're i mean like they're you know they're they're fourth dimensional beings right Mm -hmm. so their spirit being that's like existing within our world Mm -hmm. but their world is literally overlapped with ours right so to me, it's probably that, yeah, like they're still living in their world as well mm-hmm. as ours. Yeah. So this is like what their customs are versus our customs. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I think about it more. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, every culture has its customs mm-hmm. and, and their fashions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and especially those that are more removed from the modern day kind of things, even mm-hmm. like we see it in with humans, right? Mm-hmm. People who aren't exposed to the everyday modern kind of technology and everything, we're mm-hmm. seeing them with different kind of fashion to the mm-hmm. modern fashion, right? And that's exactly. kind of how I think of it, you know? So I think, you know, it, and I think also it's just like, it's kind of what they have, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, uh, yeah. they're not, since there's different kinds too you know when you're talking about like the house um elves and stuff like that they're you know they're dressed to work you know (laughs) they're they're going to work they're dressed to work so it's not like um i think so the the brits the british call their fairies uh trooping fairies which are like Mm. the aristocrats of the fairies which is actually one of my guides is one of one of those um she's um a queen Mm -hmm. um but there are a lot of queens and kings that are Mm -hmm. in fae Mm-hmm. um so they have very different they're very different looking mm-hmm. you know they're uh, as tall or taller than humans and mm-hmm. they dress finely like mm-hmm. beautiful clothes and everything mm-hmm. but i would still say that they have like an old-timey sense of fashion mm-hmm. compared to us still yeah you know i just wonder like if i will see like one of the fairies <laughs> with a jogging suit or something <laughs> like, really i just got like you know they're like I mean, I mean, think back to, I mean, we, I mentioned this story in the last episode. I don't want to read like rehash it, but pretty much I was upstate New York and uh, in like a more remote area. And I feel like it was an elf because I'm thinking the height that you named, like three and a half, four, it was about that height and um, in the distance. And I was like watching my friend's farm and uh, putting, trying to get the, the ducks into the, into their enclosure, which is interesting. And I went closer to the chicken coop, which is where that being was. And I found the shoe, the little booty. And so I feel like, you know, they probably just, I feel like they pick up stuff too. It's like, oh, like this, this, these dogs yeah. shoes, I left it. And it, like, it was, an Ugg, it was an Ugg boot. It was like a little dog's Ugg boot. But it's like, why was this Ugg boot there in the middle of the wilderness when there are no dogs, there was no one there. And it was, there, it wasn't there that, that same afternoon, which I just, I just put feet out. So Obviously, something was walking there, and I think they just like saw the shoes and took it. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, dogs lose their shoes all the time because yeah. dogs don't wear shoes. You know? <laughs> no, no, like, why is Ugg creating dog boots? First of all, I didn't know that was a thing, and yeah. the fact that they found it, I'm like, maybe they ate some chihuahua or something. I don't know, some poodle. That was a really good I mean, shoe. Maybe not for, it, but... for, but like, I think that was like a bigger dog for sure. Oh yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was not bigger. your tussle. I feel like, like I said, I'm feeling mm-hmm. the dog lost its shoe, mm-hmm. and like this being was just like, hey, a boot. That looks good. That looks great. And it was snowing too. So they probably were just like, win. Exactly. It just needs <laughs> mine <rain>. now. <laughs> it's mine now. How about you? Yeah. Other than that, mm-hmm. have you uh, had any experiences, at least especially at home or anything with like any elves or fairies? Well, I, it's weird. Cause like, I feel like, um, especially as a medium, I feel like we have like, it's, I haven't, I've seen in like glimpses but mm-hmm. more out in nature mm-hmm. not really in the home i've i've felt them yeah and i've experienced things so i think when you mentioned as well the explosion of like certain plants um so in a little story yeah. this is like what i've experienced um the same house and the front like i used to garden there with my grandmother and i i know her plants and i know um what she has growing every every year that i don't have to replant like the bulbs are there um so she had a one maybe one sunflower but she got rid of it years ago. So she, we haven't had sunflowers for a while. The neighbors across the street, obviously seeds disperse and they they come over. And last summer, 
insane. We had an explosion of sunflowers. They were, they took over the entire garden. We had one, one showed up and I was like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, okay. And then there was four and then there were seven and then there were 10, then there were 20. And, crazy. and they were so high. There were some that were grew to the second floor. Oh my God. We literally had to keep cutting it down. That's so crazy. And then they went to the backyard and we've had like a whole explosion there. Tons of like beautiful insects as well were living and inhabiting. I have some video I have to show you, but um, I beautiful like explosions of ladybugs. I mean, it was one one day in the summer because it was just so many sunflowers. I was just like, well, I don't know what's happening. It was like surrounded by sunflowers. And I was sitting outside on the porch and I just like five or six ladybugs were just like, like walking on the banister. And then I was like, where are they coming from? And then I looked at the sunflower bush or the grouping of sunflowers, like hundreds of them. It was just, and I was like, where are they coming? And then when I went back to check later that day, they were obviously all gone. So it almost felt like, did I see that? Did I really see that? Or was that, was that really there? So it was just, it didn't make sense. Like, where are these ladybugs coming from? Right. But they were just, and then they weren't there. So I was just like, okay, like that for me. And then I'm, I know it's like a nature being, but, and the plants, but it was like connected to the house. And I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I wanted to, to hope that it was like another, these other beings that are protecting the home. Yeah. And because the tree's not there, it's like, um, these plants just materialized, and I mean, I, I gotta show you pictures that they took over the whole front yard. Wow! And it was just like people—they so were pretty they too. were hanging over, and then I feel like you know my aunt and my mom, who are the technically like the owners of those ha- the house, they were just oh, it's unsightly. We should cut them down. Unsightly. Yeah, because I mean they're they're long and they were just yeah. I mean, but they're just so big. I mean, they literally took over because yeah. we had like other bushes and it was manicured and things. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it doesn't look right, and then I was like. Like people were walking by and the sunflowers like hitting them in the face. Like that's how they were just big. And I was like, they're protecting us. Yeah. This is a protection. Absolutely. And just, a, I mean, grasshoppers and crickets and all sorts. This is the middle of Brooklyn. All sorts of these little, and I have a thing with insects, as you know, yeah. like when we went upstate and that, I don't remember that one insect that kind of like flew to me. And I had it on my hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The garden. I'm like fascinated by them. And it was like, I, I caught, it was actually one that was really interesting. I went outside once and um, I was sitting by one of the bushes and uh, I looked in and I saw two grasshoppers having sex. Oh my God. And I was like, and they were just, you know, they freeze. They freeze when they're having, they're just literally like this. They're like, you caught me. You caught us. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I have video. It's crazy. I, I had to, I, no one's going to believe me if I, if I don't, I took video. I was like, cause you know, no one's going to believe me. I just saw two grasshoppers having sex. But um, yeah, I was just like, okay, procreate, do your thing. It's it's just tis the season but i just feel like um yeah it's just interesting again that transmission of the nature spirits and the beings outside protecting that home because they the seeds or whatever that definitely transferred over from our neighbor's yard mm-hmm. they weren't any other anyone else's yards right no one else's yards and even for him he didn't even grow sunflowers that year which is really strange. Yeah. So we were the only house on the block that That's had like so the weird. explosion of sunflowers. Yeah. And sunflowers are kind of heavy unless like mm-hmm. birds are bringing them over, you know, dropping them. That's the only other thing yeah. because they're kind of heavy for, they can't mm-hmm. blow like a dandelion yeah. over, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking, so I mean, we do have a lot of birds in that area, but the fact that none of the other houses had. Right. Some, and it's, it wasn't like a sunflower. It, it was, was multiple sunflowers. Explosions. Yeah. So I was like, I know this is like, 
some nature beings or elementals that are coming in. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of comforting. And I would bring the sunflowers in um, because we have so much. I would ask, do you want me to cut you you down and bring inside? They were like, yes. So I would bring them in. And sunflowers, they're beautiful, but they don't last long if you cut them fresh. So they lasted like two days. Um, but it was just nice to have them right. and I would put them on the altar and just replace them because so, we had so much. Um, and you can get the seeds from them too. So I, I, I call out the seeds. <laughs> and I love sunflower seeds. So I feel like it was like win-win. Yeah, exactly. You win here. Awesome. Real win. Yeah, yeah. The, there's just, a, it's interesting too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like there's so many kinds of um, fairies that like, and when I say fairies, I mean, that includes like all of them, elves mm-hmm. and everything that really, around us every day too and I definitely mm-hmm. have experienced a lot of like they they're very um they're very funny you know they're mm-hmm. so yeah. when people talk about them being mischievous I, they're not mischievous as in being like mischievous to hurt you on purpose or mm-hmm. anything like that they think things are really funny that yeah. we may not necessarily think that they're funny and like may actually scare you sometimes even I have this one incident I think I already knew you I think too like so mm-hmm. I had been going to Minka, um, mm-hmm. this place that like like a holistic spiritual place that we both you know learned in and worked out of, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing reading there, and uh, I had left my tarot, mm-hmm. or I thought I left my tarot. Okay, I thought I packed it. Actually, I was just like, I, I made sure I packed it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I and I checked my bag and everything and I saw that it was in my bag and everything. Mm-hmm. I get home. I have a very specific place where I keep my tarot. I keep it in my headboard. I have a headboard that I keep all my cards in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to do something that like a couple of hours later, another mm-hmm. reading. And I went to grab them and they weren't there. Mm-hmm. And I know I had put them back there. And I was like and I almost lost my mind because it was like my first tarot that I've mm-hmm. had since I was 18. Yeah. And so I called uh, Minka and they said they didn't see them. And I was like, okay, I'm coming back. Mm. I looked in all the rooms. I couldn't find them. I came back. I looked all over my apartment. I kept feeling like they were in the apartment the whole time because I can always feel where something is. Yeah. And I went back to the bedroom and they were back in the headboard. Oh and I was like, you guys, this is not <laughs> funny. This is not funny. <laughs> and I could seriously hear mm. giggling. Oh my god. And I was just like, it's not funny. Come on. <laughs> Do you feel like they were doing it just for like a laugh or were they doing it like I mean, was there like you think it was like a reason? No, I don't think it was no? I think that There's was no just really funny. They just yeah. they they mm-hmm. uh, often have done that to me mm-hmm. where they'll move things that I know for a fact that they're there. And mm-hmm. and I know that I'm a forgetful person, but there's certain things that I keep in like I'm an incredibly or I have a lot of crap in my apartment, which you will know. But it's not, ev- but, it's ev- crap. but it's <laughs> but it's all organized. Everything mm-hmm. has its place. And when it's not in its place, I know it's missing. You know it's not there, yeah. And especially my tarot cards. Of I course. know exactly where they're gonna be. Of you know, course. like I know where they are at all times. They're mm-hmm. like almost an extension of me. Yeah. So that was one of the things I've definitely uh, had other instances where they've um done silly things like that mm-hmm. you know hiding things from me mm-hmm. or other times it's been the other way around where I'm really losing my mind can't, that I can't find something you know and all of a sudden it'll appear mm-hmm. for me somewhere that I knew that it wouldn't be there yeah you know like I have I have this um salt lamp that the little knob keeps coming off of it mm-hmm. and it keeps falling behind the the my my like credence whatever you want to call it my bookshelf or whatever um 
And I couldn't find it back there or anything. And I was looking for it. I was like, oh, it must be like really underneath something. Mm -hmm. And I just like gave up looking for it. Mm -hmm. And then like the next day, I find it literally next to the lamp. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) Just placed there. Yeah. (laughs) Like, thank you so much. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how about you? Anything, other things that you have happened in your life? I think I definitely... I can be forgetful, but I'm also like you. Yeah, I have a, like organized chaos. Um, everything has its place, and yeah, <laughs> a place has a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> I think when maybe in certain locations, uh, I've had experiences where um, I've like lost things. I'm just trying to think because I feel, but I feel like it's more connected to the location and to maybe like the out again I feel like for me it's not that I'm experiencing them in the home necessarily but they're always connected to the outside Got for it. me okay. and I don't I don't know I, I was like I wish I can like see I mean do I want to see them in the home I don't know let me think about that let me rethink that <laughs> do I want to see like a, a toddler like being in my house maybe not <laughs> but um <laughs> you know, outside all good um <laughs> Uh, I don't I haven't actually seen them inside my house. I'm just thinking I'll have to like rethink It's more for me. It's like more the spirits and like beings that were human. Those are the ones that I see. Mm-hmm. How about like, um, cause I've seen this too, mm-hmm. like little flashes of light, like little mm-hmm. teeny lights. I I have seen those. Yeah. And definitely like flickering of lights, those sort of things. Um, it's been new. So I'm actually like, trying to connect the dots and my Claire Gustins, the Claire Gustins are for aliens. When you smell, you smell things. Claire Gustins is taste. Okay. So Claire aliens. Claire Gustins for both. But yeah. yeah. Cause they're both connected, right? The yeah, olfactory exactly. and the, our, and our taste. taste. Yeah. But the smell, whatever the Claire, but the smell is, <laughs> I think it's Claire aliens, but um, that's been coming through strong. And I was asking like, well, what is this? What is this about? Is this like beings that were human? And they were telling me that it was kind of connected to the Fae. And I've always had like a loose connection. Um, but I've been like smelling, I would just randomly smell basil or um, like the rosemary tea. Like when I smelled it, it brought me back to a time like a few weeks ago when I smelled it randomly. Okay. It, was like, it was like, a. it brought me back to that memory. And I was thinking like, what, I, what was I doing? And I think it was like maybe... I don't know. I feel like there's like their, so they were kind of telling me like that's their way of communicating with me that is through my other clears rather than seeing them. Okay. So I'm going to ramble a little bit on that, but that was, I'll have to think about it and see, remember if I've seen, actually seen them. For me too, I think it's just that mm-hmm. like I, when I do my meditate, my daily meditations, mm-hmm. yeah. I always um, go to fairy mm-hmm. when I'm doing my meditations. That's like mm-hmm. my go to thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had past lives in fairy, so mm-hmm. I still, I mean, like, I'm, I know you have to, we mm-hmm. talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me during meditations, I always like automatically have do this journey meditation that like, and I, it just started happening kind mm-hmm. of, and that's how I met my, uh, my fairy godmother, my mm-hmm. actually yeah. one of my, um, spirit guides who is a is a fairy um this is the queen she's a queen yeah so she literally is like that she looks like the fairy she looks she's like, fairy like she's something. all white yeah like like sparkling white mm-hmm. basically like mm-hmm. even her skin is almost like translucent and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah. yeah and i 
every time I meditate, I always go, I have this different experiences, but mm-hmm. I always have different kinds of bay um, brothers and sisters, which is what I usually call mm-hmm. them, waiting for me mm-hmm. uh, to enter the, the mm-hmm. trance, you know, so I can, you know, go with them to a sacred grove mm-hmm. and we meditate together, you know, with the great mother and, you know, mm-hmm. we exchange stuff. And sometimes we'll have like a tea party, mm-hmm. which is kind of awesome. And, and like all these little <laughs> beings are sitting with me and they're like giving me stuff. And I know like that, that's like a, another uh, folklore that you read about a lot where like, you know, mm-hmm. if the fate give you something, don't take it. Cause you know, like now you're going to owe them and whatever. I don't believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. Also the fact that I give them offerings regularly, I feel like it's an equal exchange as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they know that how much I love nature and I respect it and mm-hmm. I take care of it with all my being as much as I can. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I definitely feel like that. That's one of the reasons to mm-hmm. um, the way that I've actually been seeing more and more in my home mm-hmm. have been coming through is because of that relationship I've been building through my meditations. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that they're just having a tea party with you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like really a really nice way to start the day for sure. Um, yeah, and also, yeah. and also like. Um, when when I do those meditations too, they will give me things. They'll give me like stones mm-hmm. sometimes, like mm-hmm. for healing. Mm-hmm. They'll uh, show me healing techniques, mm-hmm. and because they're amazing fairy healers, right? Mm-hmm. And I even when I work with Reiki, um, mm-hmm. I will work with fairies to to mm-hmm. do healing as well. That's amazing. Um, oh, another thing that happened <laughs> to me once. I remember in the house. I don't know. It was. I think it was also during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was showering. And I usually use like the shower as a way to clear myself too, mm-hmm. right? And I close my eyes for a second, then I open them, and there were all these little tiny lights dancing around me. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm hallucinating. There's something wrong with me. And then I realized, no, they're the undines. Mm-hmm. So the undines being the elementals, but they're a different kind of fairy too that can be in the home as well, because mm-hmm. we have all the elements within our home, we have all the elements within our bodies, you know? I love so did they just like dance around you or yeah they were just like it was just like little little teeny lights that almost look like teeny tiny fireflies but like mm-hmm. even smaller and really bright yeah like a bright blue light that was just like dancing in the air yeah that's really beautiful I like yeah I think it's like we all have like different connections and I feel like it does a lot of times originate from like past lives and um they'll be different for everybody for sure and yeah I, I love these stories that you have like these they're kind of like popping up and playing around with you and it's just interesting too because like just looking around like you have these dolls and <laughs> I'm like I don't know I mean maybe it's like I've been uh too uh I don't know with a horror movie culture like you know the I was like not say the scariest thing for me I don't think that would be the scariest thing to see a doll walking around but um that's almost like the same height. I used to have this, this, uh, I guess, life size, quote unquote, that was about four feet tall. I used to have a doll like that growing oh. up. And uh, my sister was so afraid of this doll. Like I could not have the doll. Like I literally could not have it in the upstairs, like in my, in my room. Cause she was like, I don't even want to know that doll is there. It's a freak. And it's had these, these eyes that would go back automatically, the little clothing lids. Mm-hmm. So it would freak her out. Like say I had the doll sitting up and it would just close its eyes. She was just like, no can me around it. It's just like, it's just a doll. I don't get it. But I think, yeah, if I, like, if I saw that walking around, 
I know it's not a doll. I know the premier's not a doll, but it's kind of the same size. I'm like, how would I react? I don't know. Maybe they know. I feel like they have an idea. They're like, yeah. okay, what, how can I show up in the way that this particular person would uh, be willing to see? Yeah. And the things they're not mm-hmm. willing to show themselves for the most part to most mm-hmm. people because they've had such a terrible relationship with mm-hmm. humans for so many years, right? Yeah. So it's a matter of them trusting you more than yeah. anything. Yeah. But speaking about that, your mm-hmm. sister's, uh, what do you call it, your doll that your sister was freaked out about? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this because I was actually reading a little bit about dark elves, which I didn't know about. So mm-hmm. the Scandinavians really categorized their their fate into light elves into, and mm-hmm. dark elves. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that, too, because like. That it could be that like a dark elf mm-hmm. was around the doll or mm-hmm. maybe embodying the doll, too, that mm-hmm. freaked her out because dark elves, too, like uh, one of the things that they say is like. If you are you were afraid of sleeping with the door open in your closet when mm-hmm. you were a child, or there were certain areas of the house that were kind of shadowed, mm-hmm. you know, that you were kind of afraid to go into, generally it's because dark elves live in mm-hmm. those areas. Um, and and the thing is, like, you know, mm-hmm. like with every being, mm-hmm. including humans, right? There's ones that are a little more scarier than others, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody is love and light, as yeah. some people like to think. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, If you like this podcast, please remember to rate us and leave a review on whatever streaming service you are listening on, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, so more people can enjoy it. We appreciate you very much. This is The Witch's Tea with Mallorin at Moonly Divination. And Violet at Violet the Green Witch and Fox and Bear Healing. Remember you are magic. And life is weird.